has a look. It looks like joy. It looks like pain. It looks like sunshine after many seasons of rain. It looks like rain after a season of drought. It looks like addressing those fears and overcoming doubts. Healing is a necessity for your soul. If you want to grow to your fullest potential, healing has to be the goal. You are now listening to Healing the Soul. Enjoy the journey and let's heal. Hey family, welcome to another episode of Healing the Soul podcast. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome, welcome. If you are returning and you've been journeying with me, hey family. (laughs) No, but really, um, just I'm glad that you guys decided to tune in for another episode. I have have a lot that I want to share today. I don't even know if I would say that it's a lot. I just know that whether it's long or whether this is a short episode, I know that it's it's powerful. I know that it's something that God has laid on my heart to share. And I really pray that just as you guys tune in, that you're blessed by it. And not only that, but you're encouraged. Um, Because in today's episode, it's really just, I'm going to unpack three simple words. And those words are work, the vision that was literally how god gave it to me like work the vision whatever vision that god has given you work that vision and what do i mean by that first of all if you guys have been tuned in you know that i'm a definition person right and i like to look up the definition of things and really like unpack what that what the actual word means and Let me just first start by saying that there is a vision, right? There is, there, there is something there's every single person has a vision. Like every single person has something that, um, that every single person has a vision. It's really just a matter of that person finding out what the vision is for their life. Right. Um, let me read you guys the definition before I further unpack. So the definition of vision that I'm speaking about is the ability to think about or plan the future with imagination or wisdom, right? And another definition says a mental image of what the future will or could be like. So you know how there are times where like, let's say you just have an idea in your mind, you have a vision of something and you can see in your head what the finished work would look like, what the finished product would look like. But in order for you to even get to the finished product or see the finished product come into fruition, you have to work the vision. You have to work the vision. Like when builders are constructing, when builders are building out a house, they have, they're given the vision of what the house is supposed to look like, but they have to do the work they have to put in the work in order to for the house to become the house right and one of the things that i'd say is like the vision stands even in spite of when the builders are building out when the builders are working towards building that house 
they're not mindful of the fact that there may be some inclement weather. They're, might, they're not mindful of, well, I'm sure they are mindful, but it's just these things come up. But at the end of the day, the vision still has to, the house still has to be built. The finished product still has to get done. But there's moments where inclement weather may come and um, delay the process. There's moments where um, maybe maybe something happens that's like it's it like they realize, look, all right, we need another tool. We realize that we're missing something. We realize that like there's another need for something. But whether it's a, um, a storm that comes up that delays the process or whether they realize that it's something that they need in the midst of the process. It doesn't matter what happens in the midst of it. There's still a vision that has to be completed. There's still a finished product that has to be completed. And their job is to work the vision to do what's necessary in order to see that finished product. So um, one of the things that I want to, so first of all, before I even talk about like the scripture that I'm going to come from, your vision, like I was saying, like every single person has a vision, right? Every single person has this like idea of something that they as like aspire to, um, to do or to become, or even like, yeah, like I'll say that, like everybody has like a, a vision in their mind, right? Of what they aspire to do or something that they want to carry out, something that they desire um, to do in their lives right and what's so interesting to me is your vision is like your baby right a vision is like a vision a person's vision is like a baby first of all nobody is going to when you think about like a parent-child relationship right for most for, for a person who is very passionate, nurturing when it comes down to their child for a parent who's very, whether you want to say loving, but just like when you think of the characteristics of a parent that just wants to be there, that wants to play such a major role in their child's life, wants to live up to the role of like, whether it's mommy or daddy, that parent is going to make sure that they do everything necessary to give the child what that child needs in order for the child to thrive. And when you think about just the characteristics of a good parent, right? A, a, a parent that wants to give everything they can for the child to thrive, they know that, look, there's nobody else that'll be willing to go the measures that I go for, for this baby because of my love for this baby. And that's the same concept with us when we have like when when there's a vision for us, when, when there's something for us to carry out. Right. No one else is going to nurture it. No one else is going to um, be be as passionate or be as dedicated or or um, be willing to put in the same amount of work as you. Your vision is your baby is it's it's your baby. And there is times when. 
I'm even thinking about just in a parent-child relationship, sometimes when a child is crying, it's like, man, as a parent, you're trying to figure out, well, what do I need? Like, there's a reason this child is, is crying. And sometimes it's that parent instinct, you know why the child is crying. But then there's moments where you don't know why the child is crying. But as a parent, you're going to try to figure out what you have to do in order to, in order to, um, get in order to fulfill whatever it is that your child is looking for whether they're hungry whether they need a diaper change but you're going to make sure that you take the necessary steps in order to meet that need and it's the same concept with with the vision it's like all right there's time periods where like something may be there may, may be something missing there may be a need there may be just like a moment of delay but it's like me as the person that's tending to this i need to make sure that i do what i need to in order for it to for, for the need to be met i hope that makes sense but that's like the best analogy that i can think of and one of the things that i wanted to say was I wanted to raise up the scripture, right? Because I was reading the scriptures in Proverbs 29, verse 18. It says, where there is no vision, the people perish, but happy is he that keeps the law. And I started, like, I'm a person that sometimes when I'm trying to get clarity of what God is saying or, you know, like what the Bible is saying, I'll look up different versions. And so I started to, like, look up just different versions of, of the scripture and, a lot of times when you think about, oh, I know for me, let me speak for me, initially when I heard the scripture where there is no vision, the people perish, right? But happy is he that keeps the law. When I first heard that scripture, I really thought about it from like, um, not even like just, not even a church setting, but a setting where like, where, where there's like a body of people, like whether that's like in an organization, whether that's like in the community, it's like, there's a need for vision because if not the people perish. Right. But then as I started to look at different versions of the scripture, I'm like, no, that doesn't just go for a body of people, but even in a person's life, like where there is no vision, the people perish that scripture is saying look like where there is no vision where there's no no guidance right from god when there is no when there is no um right like when there is no guidance from god where there is no vision when there is no instruction the people perish and that means like it, there was one version that says like the people will run run wild it's just like imagine somebody really not knowing what to do like not having no instruction not having no guidance no sense of direction and it's just like well how do you navigate how do you move forward how do you thrive how do you even put your best foot forward and anything if you don't have no direction if you don't have no guidance where there is no vision the people perish and that's not just speaking about for a body of people but even on an individual basis where there is no vision I know for me, look, but there is no vision. I, I can perish. Okay. Because it's just like, if I don't have any instruction, if I don't have any guidance from God, then how am I supposed to thrive in something? Or how am I supposed to thrive in something that God wants me to do if I don't have any direction or any insight from him? And so the next part says, but happy is he that keeps the law. Another version says, but blessed is the one who heeds wisdom's instruction. And 
like what does that mean right happy is he who keeps the law or blessed is the one who heeds wisdom instructions to me i i take that as listen like blessed is the one who who heeds god's instruction right when God is speaking, when God is saying something, when God is showing us something, blessed is the one you, there, there's joy in that. There's a peace in that, right? Blessed is the one who heeds wisdom, instruction. And you know what? Sometimes God is, God is speaking. It's not even that he's not speaking. Sometimes God is speaking. It's just the real question is, are we listening? God is showing us some things, right? God is pulling on us or, you know, God is pushing us. And it's just like, but are we listening? Are we listening? And then there's times where, hey, like maybe we may not be able to identify that. Like we may not be able to identify like what God is up to or what God is saying concerning vision in our lives, right? And our job is, okay, well now if I don't know what's, if I don't know um, what God is saying or I don't know what the vision for my life is or I don't know, it's it's my job, right? It's my job to, okay, I need to like, I need to continue to go to my father to see what's like being said about this. You know, I'm, I realize that sometimes our frustration with the life and like sometimes even like, just like the, like where we are is, it's the, it's the lack of not knowing because I'm I'm thinking about the scripture and I'm really just like I'm thinking about the scripture and I'm thinking about just like moments and life I'm even reflecting back for me like where you just really just don't know and how frustrating that can be and the scripture literally says like where there is no vision the people perish so sometimes our frustration with when it comes down to life when it comes down to like oh where we are or the space that we're in it's really just like all right God like I am unclear of vision. I'm unclear of vision, so there's or there is no vision, and so it feels like I'm perishing. It feels like I'm crumbling. It feels like what's happening, you know, like where there is no vision, the people perish. And so I think one of the things that's important to continue to consider, and if you have not considered it, do consider it, is God. Well, what is the vision for my life? What is the vision that you want me to? carry out so that I'm not in a place of like feeling anxious. I'm not in the place of feeling um, frustrated. I'm not in the place of feeling unclear, right? Like it's like, God, well, what is, what's the vision? What's the vision? So that I can work towards the vision because the scripture says, joyful, happy is he who heeds wisdom's instruction who he's who he's wisdom instruction so when you get instruction when you get guidance when you when you get all of these things from God it's like there's a there's a there's a peace that comes about there's a fulfillment that comes about right and it's just like okay like well in order for me to get to that place I have to hear what the instruction is right and so I think like that's something that's just important to consider because there is a vision for every single person. It's just really all a matter of will you take the time to learn what the vision for your life is? So it's really it's really up to you. Like, are you going to take the time to further explore that? Are you going to take the time to put in the work and work the vision? Like, understand what it is 
that's meant for you to do and then figure out like, okay, now that I know this, what am I going to do to work the vision? And really a vision, it's, it's no limit to what that vision, like th there's something for everyone. So there's no limit to what that vision is. It's just really a, a matter of you finding out what that is for you. That leads me though to like my next, the next thought that I was thinking, right? I feel like a lot of time, well, not even a lot of times, what's detrimental, was detrimental to the very thing that we are passionate about. Like, let's say that we have a vision, we have a, a goal in mind, or we have this idea in our minds, like, all right, this is what I want this to be. One of the things that's detrimental to the very things that we're passionate about is failure or the idea of it or or not coming back from it like i and you know even when i was thinking about this i was like you know what i can't think of anybody that's ex like anybody that's successful or anybody that's like um just yeah like just at a place of like success whether it's in their career whether it's in just in whatever aspect of life as i can't think of a person who's experienced success and has not experienced failure and i think really it's really just a matter of how do you respond to it right because failure is it's something that's a part of the process first of all right failure is a part of the process but i realized that it's also it's an opportunity to begin again like it's an opportunity to begin again, but with more wisdom, with experience and learning from like, all right, well, what didn't work the first time? What, what didn't work the first time? Like what, how can I, what can I do differently? Um, there's this saying that my mother used to say when I was a child, she used to say, there's more than one way to skin a cat. And I didn't understand that saying when I was younger. I didn't understand that. Like, I'm just thinking about, like, let's say just for example, like um, something as simple as peeling some potatoes, right? For my mother's potato salad, her potato salad is amazing. It goes crazy to this day. But I'm thinking about something as simple as that, right? So let's just say this. The potato salad is the end goal. And... My mother could peel some potatoes with a knife, but for me, like, let me use the the skin peeler because that's what works for me. And it's like, the outcome is the same. The goal is the same to make sure that the potatoes are peeled, but whether it's peeled with a knife, whether it's peeled with a scraper, either way, it's the job is going to get done. But if you want to be successful, right, at if you if you want to be successful at a task, if you want to be a, a successful leader, if you want to be successful in carrying out a vision, you have to understand that like there's different approaches to to that thing. There's different approaches. There's different things. There's different strategies that you have to take in order for that to in order for your vision to come to pass. It's not just this one way of doing things. It's not just this like, oh, I have to do it just this one way. And if I don't do it this one way, then it's like, it, it crumbles. Like, no, there is, you gotta work the vision. 
you got to work the vision and working the vision sometimes means like, all right, there's different ways. If I got to, if I got to approach this with different strategies, I got to use different methods. I got to be creative. I have to have like different techniques. Then that's what I have to do in order to make sure that I'm working the vision. Successful leaders have, they use different strategies. It's more than just like that saying that I grew up on. There's more than one way to skin a to skin a cat. Like there are many ways to achieve a goal. It's just a matter of look. You just gotta make sure that you do what you need to to achieve that goal. And so failure is going back to like the point that I was making. Like failure is an opportunity to begin again. Sometimes we may try something with one approach and it's just like, look, I tried this and this method didn't work. So let me look, you, you ever, I know you guys probably heard of the saying like, all right, what's your plan B? You have to have like these backup plans. You have to have different things in place and in mind so that if something does not work, you do something else to make sure that look like the vision got to be carried out. It got to be carried out. And so how can I approach this again? How can I tackle this again? Failure, to be honest, um, failure isn't failure unless you learn nothing from it. Like we experience, we're, we're going to experience bumps in the road, right? We're going to experience hurdles that we have to get over. We are going to experience moments where sometimes some things just may not work, but that doesn't mean that like it doesn't mean that all hope is lost it doesn't mean that look like oh this this thing has completely felt no it's okay well how can i approach this again failure is a mindset it's 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 a mindset like our job is to when something does not work out when something when something doesn't work out our job is to say okay look how can i approach this again but i think failure becomes a mindset when it's just like all right this has failed and that's just it no we're supposed to learn something from it get back up and do again and i feel like this topic to be honest it hits so close to home for me because i've been in a place where like god has me really putting in the work like working a vision and it's just like and and i'm i'm learning day by day just like the ins and outs like what that requires how that requires for you to show up how that requires for you to be diligent how that requires for you to really put in the work how that requires for you to to be consistent how that requires for you to continue to seek god for for you to continue to get guidance wisdom instruction all of that from god in order for that vision to thrive in order for the vision to thrive and one of the things that i'm i, I think that honestly where i'm learning to embrace and to understand so many times failure is looked at as like such a bad thing failure is looked at as like something that's that that people would rather avoid in the process but i realize that it's inevitable and it happens but when it does happen it's like our response to it it's not the the failure is not it's not the end result 
if you allow it, if you allow it to be the end result, it'll be the end result. But our job, to be honest, is to when failure takes place, our job is look. Like I said, different great leaders have different strategies. It's to begin again. It's to do again. It's to say, look, how can I approach this? What's my next plan? What am I gonna do differently? What am I going to? What am I gonna? How can I tackle this differently? What am I gonna put in place? Like, it's not for us to just now say, all right, this failed, and that's just it. No, we gotta work the vision. And not gonna speak about this because like i said like i feel like i'm learning like god really has me in a place where it's like you gotta work this vision i've put this in your hand and now what am what are you gonna what are you gonna do with what i put in your hand and it really reminds me of the story um of the story in the bible the servants who with the talents right there was one of them who like he had five talents and it's like all right like you were you worked what i gave you you worked this that i gave you and so you made room for me to give you the more for me to entrust you with the more right but then there was the one who's like look like let me go ahead and bury this and it's just like that that one was you thought your intentions were good let me go ahead and bury this like you know and god was like wait what <laughs> like no that wasn't that wasn't i gave this to you i gave this vision to you whether it's something it's it's one thing whether it's many things but it's just like i gave this vision to you for you to go and do something with it so that i can trust you with more so that i can increase what's on your plate so that i can trust you with even greater but if you just decide to do nothing with it, if you just decide to bury this thing that I gave you, if you decide to bury this idea, you decide to bury this 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 talent, this gift, if you decide to bury it, how can I trust you with more when you didn't use to the best, to the fullest potential what I already gave you? How am I supposed to trust you with the more? And so sometimes, right, like, we're looking for we're looking for God to um give us more. We're looking for God to increase our palate and it's just like, well, with the vision that he's currently gave you, what did you do with it? Have you worked the vision that he's gave you? That he's I'm sorry, that he's given you so far. Work the vision. Work the vision. Whatever that vision is, whatever it is that God has put on your heart to do and like whatever it is that he's and don't in your mind you may think that is something small you may think that is something that's like it's not even you may think that is something that's like insignificant listen if god gave it to you if god put it on your heart that thing is big despise not small beginnings that thing is big and that's how you have to see it and you got to show up for it you got to commit yourself you got to dedicate yourself to it as if it's something that's like huge and that's really that's that's how you have to see it work the vision that god has given you whatever that vision is whether it's 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 a some idea for a book whether it's uh i could just really go down a line of a number of things because there's so many different things to do and there's like there's so many different things to do and to occupy ourselves in in the earth right as believers 
It's just like, well, what's the vision that God has put on your heart? And what you doing to work the vision? Work the vision. That's your baby. And honestly, like I said before, no one is going to be as passionate about it as you. No one's going to show up. No one's going to be as dedicated as it's but you. And you have to work the vision. You have to work what God has assigned to your hand so that he can entrust you with the more. So that's really like what I have to say to you today is work the vision. And when you experience moments where it seems, where you experience moments of whether it's failure or you experience moments of um, just like bumps in the road, look, those are necessary. It's a part of the process, but do not allow that to be um, the demise of the vision that God has given you. You have to continue to work the vision. You got to continue. And sometimes like we could be in our own way. Get out of your own way. Like if that's you, get out of your own way. We could be in our own way. I'm telling you, like we can even allow, we could allow self to get in the way. We can allow procrastination to get in the way. We can allow fear to get in the way. We could allow our own thoughts to get in the way. And sometimes we could even allow discouragement to get in the way. Like, you know, there's times we experience like bumps in the roads or, or we experience failure. And it's just like the, the getting back process sometimes it's so hard it's so difficult but get out of your own way get out of your own way and do not allow failure to be the demise of your vision let it fuel you let it fuel you how do i approach this again how do i how do i, I tackle this again i remember at the beginning of this month and i was when i had um said a prayer on social media in the declaration i said this, let this be a time period of strategy and being intentional. So be intentional about your vision. Be intentional about, about what God has given you and be strategic about it. Be strategic about it. If you are at a place where it's like, all right, God, like I need, a, I need a bit of clarity or, you know, God, like I don't fully know what the vision for my life is. That's the place where it's like, all right, I don't know, but I'm not trying to be out here like lost with no direction so i need to get to know i need to seek you to figure out what this vision is so that i can work the vision so that there can be a sense of fulfillment there could be a sense of peace there could be a sense of joy there could be some contentment with like you know what i'm in a good place i'm in a good place mentally emotionally why because i'm working the vision that god has assigned to me so that's what I have for you today. Work the vision. Um, and of course, you guys know I'm always leaving questions to consider. So I, I do believe I said the question in the midst of this conversation. But if I didn't, I'll reiterate it. What is the vision that God has laid on your heart? What's the vision that God has laid on your heart? And my next question is, what moments of failures or hurdles, discouragement, anything in that in that ballpark has come up for you. And then the last question is how are you recovering? How are you recovering? What are you doing to recover? 
And again, another thing I would say is, I remember earlier I had mentioned what the definition of vision is, right? And it's really a mental image. It's, a, it's, it's what you see. It's something that you, like an end result, right? Or, you know, like an end result of something like this is the mental, this is the image that I have in my mind. And so for you, even if that, that the vision for yourself is to be to experience wholeness, the vision for yourself is to experience healing, the vision for yourself is to experience you being a person that is confident, the vision for yourself is to see your business thriving, the vision for yourself is to see you write that book, the vision for yourself is to see you go ahead like and um, produce that CD. The vision for yourself is for you to um, break a generational curse. Like whatever the vision is for yourself, I'm telling you, work the vision. Work the vision. If it's business endeavors, work the vision. You and and all of those different things that I listed, and even if it's some things that I didn't list, listen. No matter what, you're going to experience hiccups. You're going to experience hurdles. You are going to experience moments in the journey while you are working towards these things. But that is necessary. It's necessary in order for you to grow. It's necessary in order for you to continue to, to um, it's, it's necessary to, to build up strength in you, to build up just stamina, to keep on enduring. You got to work the vision. And I can't stress that enough. So I'll leave you with those questions to consider. What is the vision for you? What hurdles? What some some failures, discouragements, hardships, anything, moments of discouragement, I'm sorry, hardships, just anything of that nature that you faced along the way. And then what's the recovery process like? Because you didn't face whatever you faced, you didn't face that to stop you. It wasn't intended for you. It, it wasn't intended for you to stop. How are you going to recover? What are you going to do to get back? What are you going to do to get further? So those are my questions to consider. And listen, last thing I'll say is get out of your own way. Get out of your own way. Do not allow self to hinder you. Work the vision. And that's what I have for you today. Um, I hope that you guys really, I hope that you guys um, enjoyed the episode. I pray that you really do take something from it. And not only that, I pray that you leave this episode that after you hear this, you decide to say, you know what, that thing that I put down or, you know, the thing that I, I kind of like pushed aside, the thing that I was passionate about, but something came up to try to like knock the passion away. I'm picking it back up. And I'm working the vision. So I, I really, I pray that that's, that's what it is for you. And that's pretty much, that's, that's what I have for you today. Um, you guys do me a favor and go ahead. I told you guys that Healing the Soul podcast is now on YouTube. So subscribe to the channel at Saved With Sauce. You can look it up on YouTube and go ahead and subscribe to the channel. Share it with a friend, with a relative, with a family member, or even with a stranger, but go ahead and share it. And um, also, you can follow me on Instagram at Saved With Sauce. And um, that's pretty much, that's it for today. I'm that you guys enjoyed the episode. And as I always say, let's journey together, let's thrive, and let's heal.